Well, well, here we go. Episode 74. It's week six. Uh, Cowboys lost again. We'll get there. Seahawks won. They had a fairly, fairly good game. It was okay. Uh, it was all right. There was, there was a couple good plays, a couple good throws, and those highlighter, highlighter green <laughs> uniforms. I mean, there were some good throws. You know, <clears throat> a, couple, a couple that you're like, oh, that was pretty good. It was uh, Paul Allen's night. Um, how, how, uh, how much did you dislike, just cause I know you and I know you're going to get into Russell Wilson, but how much did you dislike his little post game oh, deal? His tears. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as the NFC championship win where he was just all out crying. Oh, okay. Um, but let's just say it wasn't expected to see him like, Oh my God, I'm so happy. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. Cheese. Common Ground Football Podcast, episode 74. What's great is I have no idea what you're going to (laughs) say. And so I like that better because I get to just like, just like our listeners are going, huh? I get to, you know, have a giggle and go, huh? He said cheese. He said cheese. Is that because, uh, did you, is that because of the Packers? Yeah. So you, you ne- next week will be, that's a jet. <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, but hopefully you're making that sound because you guys beat the Jets instead of, you know, you guys couldn't cut the cheese. <laughs> cheese cut you. See how you there? <laughs> it's a really terrible joke. Yeah. It was awful. That's all right. I forgive you. Oh, thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, so 74. We're inching closer and closer to 100. We're going to have a... You know what? I decided when we hit 100, we're going to have a cake. <laughs> cool. <laughs> ice cream cake? Is that what you want? Ice cream cake? Whatever you want, buddy. I, uh, I dig an ice cream cake. I love a good ice cream cake. What or, kind of ice cream? Or maybe though? cinnamon rolls. <laughs> what if it was a cinnamon roll cake can they do that is that a thing hit us up on twitter if that's a thing we will take by I, the I, way. I was gonna say i i know no well i don't know them but i i follow somebody on twitter who does some very very delicious baking uh and they ship treats oh they do yeah maybe maybe we could uh from where sequester huh from from texas oh yeah well uh you want you want to mention them or you want to Tweet at tweet your maybe 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 I will as we inch closer as we inch I'll closer ask, I'll ask all that right uh, if anybody wants to send us like that place if you want to send us cakes for a hundred if there's multiple cakes here and we do that I mean we're still twenty six episodes away but we will hit that by you know I, I had it on the calendar when we hit that but it's gonna be an exciting time we'll get there um, it is week six uh, and I say it every week just because I I. I want to mention it every week. I still think it's ridiculous that it, the season is flying by at the rate that it is. Um, although I guess because this is October 10th when you're listening to this, it makes sense. Um, seasons are are going. Um, so typical episode, we're gonna go over our week five games. We're uh, you know Dallas unfortunately lost another one two in a row. 
Andrew will definitely has some thoughts on that for sure. I don't know if he's going to rant or he's going to rave what he's going to do. I'm not really sure. We haven't discussed that, but I'm I'm looking forward to his take. Maybe he just maybe he's just, you know, hey, it happened. We're moving on. I don't know. I'm sure there's some things to discuss. I watched the game myself. I was kind of sitting there going, what the what the fuck? <laughs> well, also uh you were also saying that some of the uh the uh calls too yeah 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 and 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 non-calls too yeah, yeah. we have an a, an officiating issue uh-huh. in the league um then i'm not even a dallas fan and i still sat there and went you gotta be kidding me <laughs> seriously um seahawks they did win their game it was a good big division game uh division win which are uh some of the best you know beating like beating cleveland this week that would be cool and that'd be fun but it, it doesn't it doesn't hit the same as like you guys when you beat the Giants or you beat the Eagles. Beat the Eagles is probably your favorite. Or better yet, beat the Packers. Well, okay, I didn't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, Packers aren't in your division. But when you beat the Eagles, that's probably your favorite, right? Is it Eagles, Giants, who is it? Redskins? Um it used to be it used to be Eagles, Giants. And now I don't know, it may still be Eagles, Giants. I, I feel like the smile on your face when you beat the Eagles is always bigger. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we're going to get into some NFL stories. I, I just have some things I want to talk about and I wanted to get your opinion on, as always. Um, as I put on Twitter, um, this is a big moment. There's going to be a big moment in this in this podcast episode where I, Brian McLaughlin, the Seahawks fan, the 12, I am going to admit something about Russell Wilson. And I know that a lot of you out there are waiting for this you're just so jazzed for what i'm gonna say so jazzed you're just like oh my god this is the moment this is gonna happen so at some point in this episode i will i will do that and then we'll preview week five or week six i put week five there i should have you know oops oh oh you guys are going to new jersey <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh seattle's gonna go to we're going to two shit towns no offense to those towns but it's not like those are great places to go. <laughs> um, we got social media mailbag. Dennis from Ohio has his question of the week. And uh, do some game picks, which I have struggled on Dennis massively. Dennis 4-0 Niners. 4-0. Can you believe that? There's only two teams in the NFL left. One in the NFC, one in the AFC. We don't even have to tell you who the AFC team is because everyone would know that. Although I did see ESPN is the only network out there that would make a big deal out of this. Who are your two undefeated quarterbacks brady garoppolo and where did garoppolo come from oh yeah i saw that yeah I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. good job espn wow idiots who cares all right well let's just jump right into it uh week five was uh not your not a not an amazing one for you no it wasn't no but uh let's let's talk about your game let's let's go through sure, it we'll get into that uh you're awesome you're bummer whenever you're ready and you just tell me but you you I'm just going to turn it to you, and you do your thing, buddy. All right. Go, buddy. Uh, you had uh, Green Bay coming to town, um, Mr. Mister Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> was it like the real Mr. Rogers? It was Tom the real Mr. Mr. Rogers. Rogers. Yeah, it was the the real hey, Mr. Hey, Rogers. Uh, he has uh, spanked us over and over again, and uh, it never – it doesn't shock me anymore. Um, obviously – We'll get right to it. Dallas loses that game, thirty-four uh, twenty-four. They drop to three and two on the season, which 
it's still perfectly fine and I'm going to talk about it again and again and again. It's okay. It's all right. Um, that song. Yeah, it might be. It's um, right. obviously not the outcome that I wanted. You know, you like to see, like to have seen them get back to, um, well, it's a weird game because so that, you know, Dallas almost put up 600 yards of offense. So you had the opposite of what happened in new Orleans where you had no offense and only put up, you know, 10 points. Um, but obviously just the way the game played out, it didn't feel that way at all. Um, Dak started off early, had an interception, which right, right there. And we talked about it last week, uh, when we were watching the saints game, those ones that bounce off the receiver's hands should be a half should, I mean, they got to do something to make it. I mean, I don't, I don't, that's not, that's not on the quarterback and I, I hate how it goes right on the quarterback, but um yeah that first one it, it hit right off of uh, uh cooper's hands and uh, green bay picked it up and you know the game immediately just swung from there um before you know it um it was 17 nothing going into the ha- end of the half and at one point it was 31 to 3 um and continuing to watch the whole game i, I didn't turn it off i didn't you know I'm so proud I, of you. I, I did see a lot a lot of that and that's i mean that I get it, but if you're if you are a you know quote unquote serious fan, just just watch the game. And if you lose and you lose horribly, whatever. But anyways, um, no, I sat there and watched it, and by the end of the game, even though we lost, I was I was all right. I was feeling confident going forward. Um, you know, not necessarily this week because it's the Jets. You know, you should beat the Jets. You should handle your business. But I'm talking about just the the team. Um, just the 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 kind of team it is it showed definitely showed that hey you're down big at home and you didn't just roll over and just say you know what screw it let's let's just get out of here um dallas had a real shot at making that uh, a very very close game and and had it not been for you know um a non-call on a PI that was absolutely awful that resulted in an interception. Um, had it not been for a couple Maher misses, um, you know, that game could have turned and, and been a lot different, but watching that team, uh, how they responded, especially after the half, um, you know, climb all the way back up to, you know, t- uh, 24 points with a chance to, um, you know, kick the field goal and then and then maybe get the onside kick, but still climbing up from that thirty-one to three hole up to thirty-four, twenty-four. Um, you know, that it, I w- was okay watching that. Um, you know, Dak definitely he he struggled this game a little bit. He was definitely under a lot more pressure than he has been uh, any other time this this season. Um, you saw that, but even even the well, all all three interceptions. Um, the receivers actually stepped up and said, no, I should have done this yeah. or I should have done that. Saw that Co- Cooper said that obviously on the first one, it hit him in the hands. He should have caught it. Um, on the third one, I believe, um, it was either the third or second one. I can't remember which one. Um, he said, no, I, I was supposed, I should have broke my route off and, and um, stopped it and came back sooner than I did. And so that's just one of those, you know, being on the same page kind of things. But, um, you know, obviously everybody – this is the problem when it comes to, you know, being the Cowboys quarterback, you are in the spotlight. You're the most talked about, especially, you know, after the first three games, 
that uh, Dak was having, you know, everybody was talking about him. And now you see him struggle against New Orleans and then again, again against uh, Green Bay. Um, so now it's all, oh, is he completely overrated or is he this, that, and the other? Like, just chill out. It's all right. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, after the game was over, I was like, okay, you know, for one, it's Aaron Rodgers and he always beats us. Green Bay always beats us. It just, ever since he took over in Green Bay, that just seems to be the case. Um, you know, and second thing, just watching what the team did do. They didn't, they didn't just, they didn't just quit. Um, if you want to get into the details of the game, um, obviously one of the big stories was the officiating. I don't know what, I don't know what was going on. I don't know what, who, I'm not going to say who paid who that's, that's not what I really think, but, um, that was just a very, very messy, very poorly officiated game. Um, there were bad calls on both sides. There were calls on green Bay that I didn't agree with. It's like, okay, you're going to really going to call that. All right. Um, but I mean, some of those ones that that definitely hurt, and we'll kind of get into it when we talk about the uh, the PI challenge. But um, on one of the one of the those last interceptions, I mean, Michael Gallup is is trying to run his route, and he's literally just being just slapped and 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 pushed and pulled, and I mean, com- completely interfered with you know his throughout his whole route, and you know they don't call that, but they call a you know a little ticky tacky one on on. Um, on some of the other guys and it's like just the, the lack of consist- consistency is what what really you know makes it frustrating to try to watch you know these games nowadays um you had the the horrible horrible holding call on on jeff heath where um jimmy graham like he <clears throat> he was he was running his route upfield and then he turned and he kind of fell down on his own and and heath kind of looked fell down with him but it looked like he pushed him down and so they called the hold. I mean, it was just the calls were, the calls were not good at all. And then obviously the big one was you had the, um, unsportsmanlike conduct on the Cowboys bench. And apparently you had Garrett getting into it with one of the officials, which was well, I guess, I guess I judge it was just nuts. Yeah. Which I guess, I don't know, maybe his feelings got hurt over something. I don't, I mean, I don't know, but it was, uh, they, <laughs> NFL later came out and said that it was um, um, vulgar, vulgar, and something language towards an official. Which then, later a little bit later on today, actually, you heard that uh, after one of the holding calls on David Bakhtiari, Aaron Rodgers started cussing out the umpire, and they they didn't do they did nothing. Oh my! Oh my. Well, they did nothing. Of course not. Aaron. So, I mean, whatever. But. Um, you know, get back to practice this week, get your shit straight, take care of a team that you're supposed to take care of, you know, against the Jets. Yeah, they're going to have Sam Darnold back, you know. Hopefully he is fully healed and his spleen will be okay. Because yeah. if he would have, I mean, they were saying last week, if he would have played and, and uh, you know, taken a hit wrong or something and something happened to his spleen, you know, he could have died. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. If I'm him, like, I, I want, like, four different doctors to be like yeah you're good to go you're all right <laughs> your spleen's good but that's that's every day i tell you that's it's it's uh i haven't seen that emotion out of garrett i i don't watch every cowboys game but i watch enough of them and garrett always seems to be on the sidelines very just that it was definitely out of character yeah he just 
and I I can't remember what the play was, but there was a the the whole thing was that same official. There was a play earlier. They and, called they and, called Amari Cooper uh, out of bounds and incomplete on a on a deep pass when um, everybody on the sideline was right there and saw that he was completely in bounds, um, you know, and and completed the catch. They they called that initially incomplete, and Garrett was pissed that he was going to have to challenge that right. because it was clear as day that he just he just caught it. Um, and he knew that he was going to need that challenge, you know, that challenge and timeout and or timeout later on in the game. But yeah, that's that started to light them all up. Well, and the judge, so he's running away from him, like, well, then challenge it then. Basically, it was yep, this whole thing. Exactly. We'll challenge it then. And so then that play comes up, and then that you can literally see him walking over there, and the way he throws the challenge flag yeah. down is basically like. Um, well, here I am going to fucking challenge you, asshole. Yeah, like yeah. that's basically, and whatever he said, obviously he had, he said something yeah, vulgar or whatever to the official. And then I'm like, I'm sitting there and they're in the challenge, right? And that side judge is on the sideline, and he's still talking yeah. with Garrett. And yeah. if I'm the NFL, I'm like that. That guy needs to just leave him the fuck alone. Like, yeah. why are you even? still engaged in there and you could see like again you don't see a lot of emotion out of garrett very often and he's on and he's and the guy's talking to him and you can see it in his face yeah that he's just like fuming well yeah like why are you even talking to me about this <laughs> like i can't believe you just did that and i it was a weird moment to see and it definitely and i put it i was taking no, like just tiny notes and i put in here jason garrett beef with the referee that's what i put <laughs> it's got a beef <laughs> And then I, at the very end, we're going to talk about it later in, in NFL news, but I, I, I flat out said, I'm ready to get rid of the PI challenge. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready, but we'll talk about that. But that, that whole thing, I just, and, and I want to point out, and I, just because I want your insight on this, when I'm sitting here and I'm staring at you, you said that Aaron Rodgers always beats you. Yeah. But like I'm looking at, did I seriously close it? I'm looking at the stats for the game and, Aaron really didn't have that great of a game. He didn't. No, it was all um, um, it was Green Bay's defense, well, obviously with all the turnovers and and Aaron Jones. I mean, Dallas, it's they're missing Antoine Woods so much right there in the middle that they're just getting gashed, you know, right up the gut. And it's those are the worst runs to see. You know, it's very a very simple play, and you know, it's six yards, six yep. yards nine yards, nine yards, and then he'll break off for, you know, 16 or, or 20, and it's just so frustrating. But, yeah, Aaron Jones, I mean, they couldn't stop him at all. He had a hell of a game with four, you know, four scores. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, he, he didn't have that great of a game. Um, 22 of 34, 238 yards, no touchdowns. He didn't do, I mean, his average was, you know, seven yards a, a pass, but he didn't do shit. And then you, you're right, you look at Jones. 19 for 107 and you averaged 5.6 and yeah. he has four touchdowns and that's yeah. that's so that's what that's what killed you oh yeah that uh that and the turnovers can't, can't stop the run and and the turnovers i mean i mean and the penalties whether or not they were they're yeah, bad but still the, the penalties um you know that'll that'll hurt you and all you're doing is just trying to fight yourself in these games you yeah. guys had a seahawks day in penalties <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> 11 Definitely. 11 penalties for 124 yards yep and Ouch. and unfortunately um you know, and thankfully, it looks like this weekend against the Jets, we'll have uh, Tyron Smith back. 
Uh, but Cam Fleming is going to move from that left side over to the right side because Lyle Collins uh, will be out with an MCL sprain. Um, but yeah, at one point I, I definitely got worried though because uh, we were already down Tyron Smith. Cameron Fleming was playing on that left side, and then uh, Brandon Knight w- was playing for Lyle Collins on the right side. So you had two um, non you know non starters um, on that offensive line. And, and, you know, and as the game, as the, the way the game was going, it was like, okay, this is about to get worse, but you know, they, they, they were able to be solid. Um, they definitely, you, in that second half, you really started to see, um, a lot of plays where, where Zeke was just, um, you know, even if he was going out on a route, he was giving that, that little shoulder bump, um, on that left side to help out Cam Fleming just a little bit. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, Roger, he didn't have that good day, but you know what? He walked out of there with a W, and he seems to always do that against Dallas. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird game to look at when you look at numbers. I uh, mean, you had, you had Dak throw for four hundred and sixty-three yards. You take um, the interceptions out of there. His line, yeah, looks good. Yeah, but <laughs> that's, I mean, for the type of team that they are, the type of offense they are, I don't think they, I don't think they want to have that as much. I think that. Definitely between uh, 250 and 300 yard day with you know a couple scores, maybe one rush, um, no picks. Those are the kind of games that um, you know Dax had in the past, and and those are the ones where they they seem to win. You know, definitely win the most with. Uh, but when definitely when he throws up that uh, you know 450 plus, you know, getting close to 500, chances are that we probably didn't win. No, because you're doing that because you're down. You're trying to come back. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whoever has what, Cooper in the uh, fantasy league, <laughs> probably had a good day. Yeah, probably. Jesus. Um, I was gonna say I I want to say that so that game was October sixth. I do believe that the last game that Dallas played on October sixth, Sunday, October sixth, was that. Uh, what was it fifty two fifty one Denver game? where Romo and Manning just went back and forth, back and forth. And they, I think they both tossed for about 500 yards. Um, yeah. I want to say, I want to say that was on October 6th. I think I saw that somewhere. Well, let's take a look. Let's take a look. See, see if I can pull it up. Of course, all it shows right now is Packers, Packers, Packers. So not that that, yeah, it's going to be all Packers. Um, so tell you here in just a second. You got it. You you look. You know Oct- what to look uh, for. October sixth, two thousand thirteen. There you go. Denver fifty one, Dallas forty eight. Yikes! That was a that was one of the most just insane games to watch, and and it all came down to the very towards the very end. Um, I don't know if you remember, but so Romo was back in the pocket and he went to step up and he his his left foot stepped on one of the linemen and he kind of fell and slipped just a little bit. And uh, Denver ended up picking that off. Uh, that was a good game. Well, we've talked a lot about, about your game. We haven't done your awesome and your bummer yet. Yeah. Let's jump to the Ready? awesome and bummer. Awesome. Mari Cooper. You mentioned him. He had 11 catches, 200 and he had a career day. He had 243, what? 220. Oh, I'm sorry. 226 and a score. I mean, he, they, they couldn't, yeah, they couldn't cover him. He he had a hell of a day, um, you know. And he's dealing with uh, an injury in, in both feet, 
and that can't be hard or can't be easy at all, you know, for a wide receiver, especially one like him where his routes are what make him such a good wide receiver. Um, I'm starting to notice a little bit that he doesn't have the, he doesn't have that huge catch radius, like say like a Metcalf, I could see him having, or like a Des Bryant had where just, you know, get it around him and he's probably going to snag it with Cooper. You know, there's definitely a fine zone for him, but if it's in there, he's going to, he's going to come away with it. And then obviously what makes him so dangerous is after the catch. He was targeted 14 times. So for him to get 11 of those, yeah, two, two of those being, you know, obviously yeah. one being the drop, which ended in a pick. And then the other one, you look at not like Gallup, it, it compare Gallup had seven cat. He also had 14 targets, mm-hmm. only caught seven of them. Uh, Gallup's leading the NFL right now and, and uh, receiving yards per game. You look at that. See, that's the thing. Like I said, it's just a weird game to look at because stats wise, if you look at it, that's a game that you would if if you weren't looking at turnover numbers, you'd be like, "Oh shit, Dallas probably won that game." Yeah. And then you look at turnovers and you go, "Okay, well, there you go." Yep. That'll do it. Bummer. Uh bummer. Uh it's going to be the uh, an official first uh for this Ooh. particular player, but uh your boy Leighton Vanderesh didn't oh. look good at all. No. He he definitely struggled. Um there's a, definitely a lot of times when um you know, Aaron Jones got to that second level that Van you saw Van he just he seemed to just have bad. He was just taking bad angles, whiffed, and either whiffed or was trying to, you know, just do the arm, you know, because he had such a bad angle. Um, yeah, he de- he definitely struggled this game, um, you know. And the and not, I mean, not just him. The defense as a whole, you know, definitely struggled a little bit. Um, well, definitely against the run, um, but in that fourth quarter, they they were able to to clamp down a little bit, but. Um, yeah, Vanderesh had a his first bummer for me. That's okay. You know what? He'll bounce back. Yeah, he's he'll, a stud. He'll he'll bounce back and be late in Vanderfresh again. <laughs> Is that what they call him? Uh, that's just what I call. Him. Is that what you? Okay, you Layton, probably should get Layton, that get that trending. Leighton Vanderfresh. <laughs> um. So the question is, wow. So the question is, um, two losses in a row. You said at the beginning, you know, they're still three and two. I mean, is it? You, I, I follow a lot of Cowboys Twitter for this podcast. I saw a lot of freaking out. Is it time to freak out, or should people just calm the fuck down? Nope, that's part of the reason why I don't like ninety-seven percent of the other fans. Um, it's just so it's 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 unbearable to be on Twitter when Dallas is losing like that or playing like well. that. Oh yeah, it's it's the worst. And you know, and it may be like that for other teams, but for the sheer number of at least Twitter cowboy fans, it just it's it's just nuts how how much you see and but and obviously a lot of the stuff that you see you're like all right well you know I don't know what I don't know what he's taking or what he's <laughs> what he's shooting up but good lord um, no you're, you're three and two you're three and two you're all right you're perfectly fine um, you're three and two in a division that has three other not great teams right and you know what just like every year in the nfc east nine and seven may very well take that division now i took i take dallas as having a better record than that you know um you know this year but you know if that's the way that things shake out nine and seven definitely could be winning this division um and you know and then once you get in the playoffs you know who knows what'll happen but um no it's not time to panic the saints just, just 
knock it off. The Saints are the are arguably in the probably you know even with Teddy right now, they're the best team in the NFC. You lost to them. That's nothing to be ashamed of. And the Packers, it's the Green Bay freaking Packers with A.A. Ron. Like, with, well, not only with him, but with a actual solid defense. Yeah, they have a good defense for once in their lives. So, And on offensive-wise, they haven't actually been playing that great. And again, take the turnovers out of that game, and it's probably a completely different outcome. Yep. Um, I think that it's funny because the guys I follow are the ones you told me to follow. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of them are media guys or everything else. And they're still the ones that were like, freaking out and having heart attacks going you know just they want they want Dak gone and they just want like all this stuff and it's just like guys relax it's like it's it's like watching my my tweets on game days when the seahawks aren't doing great <laughs> that's what it's like and i'm like wow i need to stop that. Well, it was weird it, it was i actually that whole game i didn't spend one second on twitter smart usually usually i do oh. but i just i um um was just watching the game was also just cooking lunch and i yeah i didn't pick up my phone at all Smart. for it until like later that evening and was kind of like just seeing like the you know those tra- those remnants of kind of what people are saying saying now um but yeah no i i, I was imagining what it was going to be like but i uh yeah i just stayed off well of and it. you finally said i think you you retweeted something and said this is why i don't like 97 percent <laughs> of of cowboy fans it was a it was somebody's god-awful take and i'm gonna grab it right now because i yep right there so did you pin that tweet or is that the last time it's the last time you tweeted on your cgp one yeah yeah so uh after too close it's connor i don't even want to give the guy credit uh after too close but bad games the cowboys fan base is in shambles yeah so basically you're saying that somebody basically showing why the cowboy fan base can be the worst and you took it and we're like yeah exactly this is why i just like 97 percent of the fans <laughs> don't pay dak dak sucks fire jason garrett <laughs> kellen moore sucks should have paid old thomas tank and zeke are bums jerry's a loser amari isn't any good um yeah no i have just those I, those I, are the kind I, of I, things that you see out there and you're like god i, I can't stand this. i i didn't see your tweet on the rams the seahawks game with the dollar oh oh you almost had it <laughs> That's so. Uh, that's so great. <laughs> oh, got to be quicker than that. Yeah. Well, let's get into that game. You want to get into that game? Yeah. I watched. Um, I watched the the second half. I that's when I tuned into that game. Well, that's not cool. I watched all of yours. Well, it you know, <laughs> yours was on a Thursday, Prime which time. was a working day. Yeah, but still, I got to get home. Yeah. I still get things done. Now nah, you get home, you turn it on. Nah. It's there. Nah. You record it nah. so you can go back that, and watch that was it. The, that was the night that, uh, yeah, we we talked about it um, over the weekend, but that was the night, yeah, I was watching it on the, the stream. And yes. please, for the love of God, NFL, give me an internet streaming package just for my team. That's all I want to watch. I thought you could do that. I'll pay it. You can in certain cities. Uh, it's only in certain locations and like if you live in an apartment building. You can subscribe to uh, Sunday Ticket via, you know, like the PlayStation. Because um, didn't you have that at one point? Because I, you gave me a login to use. No, that was that on was an iPad. That was mine. Okay, my actual actual one. Um, but yeah, no, I mean the the streaming quality when I was watching the the Seahawks Rams game was just, and it was on Amazon uh, Amazon Prime Video, but just it was just so much nicer. It's no joke. But anyways, it's it's crystal clear compared to you know broadcast this fancy satellite tv that we pay a buttload of money for 
for shitty picture quality. Um, all right. So yeah, it's kind of weird talking like we, by the way, we're moving this podcast back to Wednesday. So Wednesday delivery. Be, yeah. Wednesday delivery. So <laughs> we'll be recording Tuesdays, which I liked because we can, we're, it's the day after Monday night football. So it's the day after the weekends. So we can get the podcast out to you earlier. This is tough because here we are and tomorrow you're listening to this right now and it's Thursday again. So the, it'll be a week since the game happened. And it was funny because I was taking those notes while I was watching the game and uh, Friday rolled around and I was, I was all, I was, I was texting, you know, the, the Don West show here in town and giving takes and doing all this stuff. And, and then we still had the, all these days left to record. So then I go to do some prep today for this. And I, I actually was like, shit, what happened? <laughs> we won that game, right? Like, I don't <laughs> what, how did that go again? So bear with me. It's been, it's been a week. Um, but they did win 30 to 29. Um, I'm going to get right. It was an awesome game in the fact that it was a division win. It started out shitty. Aaron Donald is a freaking monster. Yeah. That dude is easily the best at his position in the NFL. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, yeah. Um, they were afraid of him going into that game and he showed why. And when it started and he just kept getting back there and you're like, God, the offensive line can't do anything can't hold him back where you started out thinking good god this is not going to go the way that we want it to go and and going in as a fan base i for one was super super i don't want to say like confident i wasn't like super confident at all but i was definitely on the side of optimistic that it's in seattle it's a prime time game it's just something the seahawks do well in that environment and so i went in optimistic and it just started out ugh. but let's jump right into awesome. it awesome I would hit that way too hard. Awesome. There we go. <laughs> I was so excited. Um, <laughs> you're not going to believe this. Third game in a row, Russell Wilson. I don't know what to say. I mean, just, yeah. What, I mean, what can I say? Um, might have actually been his single best performance in a game. And if it wasn't, I would say that's pretty uh, easily top I'd say three. I'd that's probably accurate. Right? Yeah. Easily top three. When you have players on the other side at the after the game rams players actually saying that russell wilson that's the best they've seen and they get to see him twice a season that he's playing out of his mind right now that says something you're a team that just lost by a point on a missed field goal and you're like and and you're out there saying russell's playing out of his mind it says a lot so yeah single best performance if not it's easily top three um, the way he recovered in the NFC Championship game in 2014 was pretty unbelievable from having the first half he had against those stupid Packers. Anyway, um, so he only had 17 completions, 23 attempts, 268 yards, but he threw for four touchdowns, including the most ridiculous pass to Lockett that I've seen in a long time. His eventual game winner to Carson, who juggled it, <laughs> gave me a mini heart attack. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. that was on a fourth and goal play where that's not i mean easily like heart palpitations like it i it was did not feel healthy he was only sacked once so that's kudos to the pass protection so you had aaron donald just going nuts right and getting back there he only got sacked once yep hell yeah i'll take that every day uh so 
was the rating at the end. Um, and you can't forget the key times he used his legs, eight carries, 32 yards. Um, he continues to show why he should be near the top, uh, if not at the top of the MVP race. And we'll, we'll definitely be getting to that uh, a little later in the show um, when I have some more things to say. Bummer. Uh, Pete Carroll. <laughs> I could have gone a lot of different ways and picked different things, but um, he will end up costing this team another win if he's not careful. He is already one of the huge reasons they lost to New Orleans, in my opinion. Um, and he made some decisions in this game that just left me scratching my head, wondering how much getting hit in the face with a football prior to that New Orleans game really has damaged his thought process because the biggest puzzling moment that's towards the end of the first half it's fourth and one you're in rams territory you're on a roll your offense is rolling and one more score even that early in the game could have been an absolute nail in the coffin moment because of just how things were going and you decide you know going for it there you're like that's what it looks like they're doing they right. send the offense out and you're going holy shit they're making a play to win decision instead of a play not to lose decision this is a big deal so they go out there and what do they do they just try to get rams jump off sides mm-hmm. which is the most annoying thing ever on the planet because you know what on the sidelines they were told hey guys don't jump off sides yeah hey <laughs> um you know, we practice this all week long because this is a really loud fucking stadium, but um, watch the ball. <laughs> yeah, just watch don't, the ball. Don't go off sides. Yeah, and, uh, and guess what? They tried to get him on the count, and they didn't move, and they tried to do it again. And so then at that point, they know that's what you're trying to do. So you basically are watching Rams players go, yeah, right, dude. We're not. We're just going to sit here. Yeah. yeah, ball's not moving. So they end up calling a timeout, and half, half of you are, you know, you're, you're sitting there going, okay, well, maybe they're going to go over, discuss the play, and they're going to come back. They're going to run this. Because they absolutely should. Fourth and one. They should go for this. And no. It's not the kicking unit. And you're like, okay, pussy. What? What the hell, bro? <laughs> what are you doing? And 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 you kick a you try to kick a field goal, which of course he missed. And so you're sitting there going, Okay, so why not play to win the damn game? Go for it there. If you don't get it, the Rams still get the ball at the same place as they got when you missed the field goal. And yeah, you didn't know he was going to miss. You were sure hoping he was going to make it. But momentum wise and where you're at, well, then you go saw. For it. And then, well, and then you saw what the Rams. They went right down. I mean, <laughs> as good as you know, obviously Seattle won, but I mean, LA was just driving at will, especially oh my especially God. in yeah. that fourth quarter. Just it was like, all right, well, this is what we got to do, and they would. It just seemed like you know five you know five six plays there down the field the concerns about uh goff and Gurley, i didn't see it <laughs> like Gurley looked like old Gurley, just yep. no problem like old as in young like no arthritic anything he just he went he just ran yep um it was just a total coaching failure in my opinion i could not believe the decision it was dumb it's one of those things that just puzzles you it's like pete today saying that a fetty is playing the best he's ever seen him like well, what, what he, he, that may actually may be right. <laughs> Afedi was better last season than he was this year. It's just that's why you just sit there and you go, "Huh? What are you smoking, buddy?" Like, I, I don't know. I, I just I'm I I worry about his decisions. He's made several already in in games where whether it be clock management, timeouts, like all that stuff. He just I don't understand it. So he's my bummer. 
and I hope I don't have to make him the bummer again. Um, but yeah, what a game. A division win they needed he for sure. Old. He's, yeah, 68, right? Yeah. Oldest coach in the NFL. Older. But the thing with him is that, yeah, he is that age, but really and honestly, like even his team will tell you he's he's young at heart and every, and just the way he acts and the way everything else is he's a young 68. I just, I feel like some of, he, it's almost like he's thinking, it, well, maybe he feels pressure, but he's thinking too much into things. And so that, like that fourth down play, maybe his thought process is going, well, I don't want to give them the ball right here if we don't make it. But that's assuming that Myers is going to make the kick. Yeah. And he didn't. <laughs> so you still gave him the ball right there um anyway so um it was one of those games that made you feel like uh you might actually fall over from a heart attack i made that note um huge plays all over the place it was just i i like the the tedrick thompson interception so you were watching when that happened yep so it's an incomplete pass and thompson ends up with the ball and he, and he juggles it really close to the ground and you're and you're kind of watching live and you're going, oh, geez, man, that was almost a pick. And then they show one replay and you're like, wait a minute. No, that was a pick. Yeah. He freaking, that never touched, did that, did that not touch the ground? And it it's one of those moments. It was, it, it was very uh, Edelman in the Super Bowl yeah. against Atlanta. And you're just going, oh, my God, all they need is one first down. This is over. Yeah. And, of course, they don't get it and they give us more heart attacks. But still, it was a big deal and a uh, huge turning point. Um it's one of those weird games too where your thought process did they actually win it or did they not lose it because rams still were kicking a field goal with no time left to win and (laughs) and he missed it (laughs) and that north end zone that's a tough tough place to kick a ball and maybe you know people have come out and said paul allen was you know he blew that in a little 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 get that ball going and you know if you could see me my eyes are rolling they're rolling hard um but it's honestly it is one of those games too where i sit there and go you have do you claim it as a god damn the team went out there and they won that game or do you go man we were lucky we didn't lose that game (laughs) (laughs) i kind of i'm honestly i'm thinking that's what green bay is feeling right now that they kind of were lucky that they won yeah or yeah glad we didn't lose that game yeah right um there been another 30 seconds on the clock um speaking of which just because that reminds me and you watched the game i did but maybe you that might not have been something you'd seen so at, at one point we're going back to the dallas game real quick yeah at, at one point i don't remember who it was um anyways the the play ended out of bounds and the clock stopped or was supposed to stop and the, and the official even did the you know uh wave the arms like you're you know Trying like to you get just a, don't care. Like you're trying to get attention. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to Look stop the me. clock, to kill the clock. Yeah. And and maybe it was just the TV broadcast, but the the clock just kept going. It kept ticking. It ticked for like another, you know, 20 or so seconds before it stopped. No, no, it didn't. It never stopped. And I, I was looked over. Nobody uh, caught I it? I looked over my dad. Why is the clock still running? And this was, I, it was down, it was, it was within three minutes, I believe. But I just, I was like, that's a lot of time that's just ticking away and you know could have used that but yeah it was it was really weird i don't know if you i don't know i did not catch that and it's weird that nobody else like they didn't say anything on the broadcast or anything about that so that's kind of interesting yeah 
Not that you're trying to say there's conspiracies or anything going on. It, it was just weird. Just weird. It's just like you're saying. But yeah, no. It was full on, you know, like, wave your arms like you don't care. <laughs> it's like, well, he's doing that. The clock's supposed to stop. Yeah, it's supposed it's to stop. Because that means he's out of bounds. Well, stop the, the clock. He didn't do the old, like, you know, keep the clock rolling move. Call the that. whole that way. Move. That way. We're going uh, that way. No, he did the, uh, <laughs> hey. hey, look at me. That move. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> um, well, okay. So I had, we're talking about bad ref, bad referee calls. Um, and this is one that goes against my team. Um, Clay Matthews got called for roughing the passer. Awful. And. Oh, yeah. I got something on Clay Matthews. I'm sorry. But as much as I was fine with the call because it benefited my team, it was yeah. not roughing the passer. Oh, it was awful. It was a terrible call. My theory is simply this. Every game leading up to that one, the four games prior, Russell had been hit some point during the, those games that were blatant roughing the passers, yeah. and they weren't called. So even though it's a different officiating crew and they had no idea I'm it's a karma thing for me. Like I think it was sent out in the, in the uh, weekly officials <laughs> memo in the newsletter. Like, hey, remember to give Wilson a flag the, this weekend. Okay? Yeah, and, and it was towards the end and they're like, God, we haven't seen anything. I guess that's close enough. Yeah. No, it was a terrible call, but it was four, four games in the making that he needed one called. So I don't feel that bad about it. However, in the basis of us wanting a clean called game, that was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It was a terrible awful. call. Um, I really, I really thought about this a lot because it happened. You know, obviously, you saw all the flags that were in the Dallas game, yellow everywhere. Do you, do you really think that every once in a while there's there's makeup calls? Oh yeah, hundred like, percent. Like oh yeah, uh, you know we we messed up that call. Let's let's give this one to him. Let's let's call that or let's do this. And maybe that's why some of these are just so awful. Or is it just because? They're just awful, period. Can it be a combination of both? Because they can be awful and miss the calls that yeah, were. but I don't want makeup calls. Well, I don't either. However, do you believe that they're not? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's I, just the way some, some games play out. You're like, they sure look like really it. really look like that was a makeup call. And I, and I even say it as I'm watching the game, like, oh, makeup call. But then when I actually start thinking about it, I'm like, I wonder if they really do do that. Um, but yeah, no, that, that Clay Matthews call was was terrible and as soon as the flag came out i was like oh this that's like there's no way they can call that well, it um, changed and it changed the whole ending of the game yeah. because they it allowed the drive to continue and before you know it carson's f- flopping a freaking touchdown up in the air yeah. but it, you know it's it changed everything and it was a bad call yep um and on that on that play uh matthews actually broke his jaw uh, he'll be out four to six weeks. Uh, is that the one that he broke his jaw on, or was it? Yeah, yeah. He said he got. I think he got kicked by Russell. Good job, Russell. Some, something like that. But uh, you know what? Uh, why don't you just miss one week and then come back like Witten did? You sissy. <laughs> You've been holding that in there, have yeah. you? <laughs> well, Wait, I, I saw the, I saw the me. injury came out. I said Clay Matthews out with a broken jaw four to six weeks, and I giggled because uh, in uh, Witten's rookie year. He busted his jaw, uh, got it wired shut, missed one game, and came back and played the next game. And uh, meanwhile, within that two weeks, uh, Bill Parcells actually gave him baby food, said, you need to be eating this. Keep your keep your weight up because you're not going to be able yeah. to eat much. So uh, he stuffed his face with baby food for you know a couple weeks and 
Yeah, he only missed one game, and that was yeah. the only game he's missed in his career. Wait, what about you there, Matthews? You know, yeah. Where's your baby food? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four to six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about Lockett's catch real quick because that means you wouldn't have seen that live because you watched second half. Correct. But you have seen it. Yep. Because how could you miss it? Um, it was unbelievable. It was one of those classic Russell Wilson – moving around trying to make something happen and he made something happen and of course when he threw it and it happened and it did happen everyone including myself was going was he trying to throw that ball away that's what it looked like to me and i honestly after what i've watched that play now many times i don't think that he was trying to throw it away i did initially but i literally believe that he was trying to make a play there and he put a ball in a spot that either lockett was going to get it or nobody was going to get it. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. I think he was throwing the ball away with a, the hope, <laughs> with the hope that maybe I can get it close enough, someone can snag it. But uh, you know, I'm going to throw it away. I I want to say that's probably what he was doing. Just by the way he was moving, and then how it looked, kind of was like a last second, like it wasn't Mahomes, huh. like just not even like it was. He he didn't plant. It was on the run twist yeah. his body just kind of like throw let's, it let's just yeah i'm just gonna put that over there yeah <laughs> just throw this over here lot for the throw is one thing but for Lockett to be able to bring that ball in and nail both freaking toes inbounds yeah. and then hold on to the ball it was ridiculous and in my opinion is the highlight not just because it's my team but it is the highlight catch of the year so far am i wrong name another one mm, you can't that's right, right. <laughs> You can't. Well, there's no Antonio Brown in the league right now, so oh, I know well. what. <laughs> God. We're, remember we said we weren't talking about him anymore. <laughs> no more Antonio Brown. No more. Um, it Honestly, hey, if you're a Seahawks fan, it was a great game to watch because they they won. And division game, they won. And I tell you what, what's been a lot of fun is I loved like 2012 through 15. Did Kaepernick play in 15? Was that his last year? 12 13 and 14 no, he was there and he was playing in 16 okay so 12 13 14 and 15 then those are your the rivalry that that the seahawks and the niners had in those years was so freaking great every game that those teams played was fun to watch was intense i loved it what you mean kaepernick and, and frank gore and um obviously the defense had a uh, um uh, navarro bowman and and uh patrick willis though i mean i I loved watching Patrick Willis uh, play. It was definitely surprised when he retired. Yeah, you know, at the time he did. But yeah, watching those and Vernon Davis on the yep. again on the offensive side. Yeah, no, that, those are good teams. They were great teams, and and the rivalry that the Seahawks had with them it was just fun. And so it feels like, especially last year. Remember both games last season that the Seahawks played the Rams. The Seahawks had a chance to win both of those. They were way more competitive and closer than anyone thought they would be, and. Then you get into this year and this game, the same thing. It was just it was just a fun game to watch. And honestly, had the Seahawks lost, I still would have been like, Well, holy crap, what a performance by Russell. I mean, it just you would have sucked to lose, but you still would have come away from the game going, God damn it, they can compete with the Rams, who are the reigning NFC champions. So I I, I just loved it. It was great. Fan freaking tastic page two disappeared 
That's okay. That's all right. I didn't have anything there. Oh, it's over here. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, w- damn, we took a long time to recap some games. Look at that. Holy shit. <laughs> Almost an hour. <laughs> um, real quick, we're going through some NFL news stories. Did you watch any of the Patriots? Okay. Nope. Um, I just wanted to point out it was the first time I've seen Brady actually look old. So I, I obviously saw this in the show notes and I, I didn't see, I haven't seen any Patriots games uh, this year, but I remember when it was Manning's, I think it was either his second to last year or his last year with, with Denver. Yeah. All of a sudden I had the same, I was watching. It's like, he looks old now all of a sudden, like he just does not look. Well, and Manning, like he, it was post-surgery, his neck surgery. Yep. Yep. All of a sudden, he was throwing what we all, everybody called ducks. I mean, yep. they were just, his throws had no power to them. They were just, and Brady's still, I mean, he's out there. He's completing throws, and he's, I mean, obviously, their te- the team's winning. But, of course, they have, we talked about the cake schedule they've had. Um, but he just, even just looking back last season, he doesn't look the same. And it's just in his actual game performance. Brady looks younger than he did. <laughs> like physically, he looks like he's still, you know, 28 years old. He's reversing and aging. It's just insane. But it was the first time I've actually like watched a game with him playing and going, God, I actually think we're getting near the end here finally. <laughs> <laughs> For a guy that said he just wants to keep playing, he's 42 years old. He's got to be done soon, right? Favre's not done. Favre? <laughs> and he just about to turn 50. Something like that. <laughs> but he's not done. He ain't done. He nah, said he'd come back right that, now. He's got that copper fit band. That's right. And he's he's good to go. He'll come right now. He, wait, he'll be one of the uh, quarterbacks announced for the XFL. You just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Prove everybody wrong. Um all right. So the next one I want to talk about is the PI rule working. No. Uh I a hundred percent agree and I'm ready for it to go away. I get it. I was excited for it, but, but uh But you're done, right? But no, but no, it's not working at all. So there's a couple ways to look at this one it's designed for it's not designed for the this is what the nfl experts would tell you it's not designed for the every you know every play oh there's both both guys are doing some hand fighting maybe there was a push off maybe there wasn't like it's not designed for that it's actually designed for the what you saw in the nfc championship game blatant missed pass interference that's yeah. what it's designed for yeah. and so when you have these really close calls they've written the rule in such a way that you're going to go with what was you're going to go with what was called and it's almost impossible unless it's blatant for these coaches to win these challenges and you sit there and you go why do you and i think it's what the nfl wants but you sit there and you go why are you even challenging these anymore yeah i just stop and i guarantee you the nfl is like waiting for that moment to happen so that it is only the blatant ones that are called but the problem is is there'll be a blatant one that's that's missed and they'll still say oh no call stance and you're going what now yeah everyone you got you got the rules experts in these booths talking with the broadcasters telling you oh yeah well this will def this is going to get changed and then they look stupid when when they come back and go nope doesn't get changed like well i guess they just uh, wanted to go with the call is on the field it's just i don't think it's working at all um i don't like it <laughs> And uh, I'd be okay with it one way. Agreed. So, because the thing is, is like those moments where you have a blatant one missed, 
in like an NFC championship game like that. I mean, how often is that going to happen? And maybe that's maybe that's what the NFL like that was their goal in this whole thing. Yeah, because this is only a trial year anyway. So I I doubt that this rule actually goes past this year for sure. <sighs> this next one makes me laugh. Yeah, because it's so <laughs> not what it's, the one person in California said. It's just so I had I uh, you know I had these antics for many seasons. <laughs> <laughs> i know um uh if you watched um the monday night game um you got to see one uh baker uh look like absolute garbage the yep. dude got me minus two points in fantasy so yikes, uh, yikes. tuesday morning i uh, dropped his ass i was like nope i'm done with you get out of my team goodbye goodbye um watch him throw for five this weekend yeah i know no it'll happen for sure yeah against my seahawks shut up so uh, Richard Sherman comes out. Uh, it was after the game in his post game press conference, wasn't it? Yeah. And he and he basically he called out Baker and saying that, well, he didn't shake my hand at the beginning of the game, and so that's bullshit. And I think that's you know you're going, okay, well Richard's saying some shit and that's whatever. There's you know beef there. That's fine. And then immediately, and then immediately people start posting the video. <laughs> He's like, hey, and shaking hands, and and Baker and Sherman shake hands, so and it's I, like, what the hell? And and I get maybe you you watch the video and they shake hands, do the coin toss, and then Baker immediately runs off the field, and maybe that's where he's talking about because the other guys actually stay there and uh, they didn't do the whole like, hey, I hope you have a good game, yeah, yeah well, have good a good game, good, yeah. Even though we just shook hands already, let's yeah. do it again, have a good game, have a good game, yeah. Um, so the video comes out, and so then you have Sherman having to backpedal and he's not good at it and it just it's he actually is not good at it right now no and no not well i mean he had an interception that game. well baker sucks i guess really and honestly um so so of course richard sherman is now i'm gonna i'm gonna reach out to baker i'm gonna apologize i'll probably you know social media or something i'll reach out to him apologize and and it's just it's this giant mess of hey hey dumbass like yeah. you you if you're gonna if you're going to make a claim, let's remember what year it is yeah. and that there are yeah. cameras always rolling. And if you're wrong and you're lying about it, you're probably going to get caught. I thought the bigger story of that game was actually uh, Nick Bosa doing the waving the flag oh, and acting that. like he was planning uh, it, like what Baker did, you know, yeah, but uh, you against him. Do you hear but Baker did, said? Then I saw what Baker <laughs> said today and was like, oh, Baker kids, loved it. Kids. I love these kids. Baker loved it because in his mind, he goes, wow, that means that game has been in his head for two years. Yeah. That has been bugging him for two years. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Baker, it's one of those weird things where I want to like Baker Mayfield, but his play isn't backing up his talking. That's like Richard Sherman. Here's the thing. like, As a Seattle Seahawks fan, we are very used to Richard Sherman running his mouth, but he always backed it up with his play. Yep. Baker talks a lot of it's not even trash it's just the way that he a reporter will ask a question and it's just the way that he answers it he answers it in this arrogant cocky attitude and it's like dude you haven't done anything yet you've done nothing yeah and but his but his comments of oh that means that game it's been in his he's been thinking about that for two years i don't remember that it's like, oh that's a good one that's a, ooh, got him so anyway, but I just wanted to point that out there that uh, it's kind of funny to. Sorry, Dennis. I know this is your team, but it's kind of funny to have watch you guys deal with Richard and his his you know 
mo- he, he is obviously a great player and he has some great moments, but these are one of those where you go, oh, shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had our first uh, coaching casualty. Yep. Call, saw that one coming. From a mile away. Yeah. Uh, Bye-bye, Jay, Jay Gruden. Yeah, he go. Um, he knew it, too. For weeks, he's actually been kind of surprised that it's... He's like, oh, shit. I'm still here. I'm still here. And in fact, his pre- in, his, in his press conference following their loss... He he basically was like, well, if my key still works on Monday, I guess I still have a job. Yeah. And the ownership and everybody, GM, they got out of there like really quick out of the game. And that, of course, that was a story. And then the, they call him in for a 5 a.m. meeting to fire him. And I'm sorry, but at a 5 a.m. meeting, you know you're getting fired. I'm with everybody else on this. I'm not getting up and going to that meeting yeah. at 5 a.m. I'm telling them I'll see you guys at 10. I'll be there at 9. <laughs> Huh. I'll get there when I get Michael, there. Where the, hell, where the hell you been? You're supposed to work for Lumber on Saturday. <laughs> I just came in to get I my just, notebook. Yeah, out of here. <laughs> um, but it did bring up the uh, in, you know we're we're at that point in the season. We're not quite halfway, but uh, who else is on a hot seat right now? And I wanted to go through them real quick. So we already we already lost Gruden, and of course, did you hear John Gruden's comments when they asked him what he, how he felt? He just said, "Ah, welcome to the club." <laughs> so um dan quinn from the atlanta falcons yep uh that's yep he they have we talked about that last episode that's actually one of the teams that's been one and four really surprising that they're where they are they were gonna be better than that we're supposed to be better than that so um and he's done so well down there but that's the thing it's amazing how fast like they forget all the good things when things start to go downhill um ron rivera carolina panthers yep um you'll love this next one because he's always in the hot seat because he's works for the dallas cowboys yep jason garrett well that and he doesn't have an, a contract passed this year so that's yeah. very true um and then mike tomlin for the pittsburgh steelers yep. i agree with that one too so um there's some really bad teams in the nfl this year really bad ones yep so the jets are one of them speaking of that that's who you're playing next yeah um but before we do that i want to admit something and it really hurts me to have to do this. <laughs> and I'll make it quick because we're we're running we're running long. I'm trying to keep these things not super long for you guys. Because Dennis from Ohio is the only one that appreciates it on this long drive. <laughs> um it's no secret to anybody who's listening to this. I'm doing this with no notes. I'm just gonna do it. Um Be free. Be free. Uh anyone who's listened to this podcast for all seventy four episodes now, uh it's no secret that I'm not the biggest Russell Wilson fan. And I get asked if it's because he's it's his like off field stuff, if it's because of he's just kind of a weird dude, and if it's the religion aspect, if it's you know all that stuff, the baseball, <clears throat> yeah, what you know, what is it? <clears throat> and you know, I bring up all the time. Well, I think that he's overpaid and maybe a tad overrated, and and all that. And I I'm finally at a point where. I feel comfortable in admitting that I just need to shut up and I'm wrong. And he, despite the weird, I don't have a problem with the religion at all. I am one of those people. Am I religious? No, I'm not, but I don't have that. I, I never think less of someone because they are, everyone can have their own beliefs and that's totally fine. Does it get kind of weird when players sit there and go, Oh, I'll be all glory to God. God help me through that. You know, okay, it kind of weirds me out a little bit because it's just me. 
but I so don't. Pretty sure it was pretty sure that you know your your footwork was correct <laughs> and your arm yeah. went in a forward motion and you released the ball yeah. at the right <laughs> aspect and, and right angle and it and and it and it and, and it, it got it, there. <laughs> if you want to get really yeah yeah, but this isn't a you know we're not here to debate religion again. I don't have a problem if you're religious. That's totally fine. Please do it because I have my own beliefs, and you sure you have your own beliefs. Yeah. So. It's never been that it, it, I do think I explained this once when I was on uh, the radio here in town, I was trying to explain why I was weird about Russell and it's, it's not even that it's, it's that I feel like Russell tries to be something he's not. I feel like the real Russell Wilson is this goody two shoes, like cares about everybody. The guy that you see every Tuesday at children's hospital like that's who he is and that is awesome. And then I feel like when they have a mic on him and he's they're just like, you know, he's just a mic'd up player and you listen to how he talks to the other players, it sounds fake as shit to me. Yeah, I, it, I can see that. Right? It just like he's trying to be a guy that he isn't instead of just being himself, which I think if he was just himself because it's no secret not every player likes Russell Wilson. Yep. There's players that are no longer Seahawks that could not stand Russell Wilson. Golden Taint. And, and it could have been because of the money. It could have been because of the attention, whatever it is. But I know a lot of it is because of Russell Wilson and his persona, like his... Fakeness. Yeah. And so that has been my issue. It's never been his play. But I want to get it out there and admit that despite all of that, do I think that he is overpaid anymore? No. Until he proves you wrong. I do weekend. not. Maybe that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> no, I I, say, ha, I'm I, it back. I have watched this season through five games. I have watched MVP caliber play from a dude that is handcuffed by his own team. And if he were released and let and was able to just go nuts, he, his numbers would there would be no debate between is it Mahomes or is it Russell? It would be Russell Wilson. And so I just want to admit that I was wrong. I'm okay with being wrong when it comes to stuff like this. But he is an elite quarterback. He's playing out of his freaking mind this season. And I'm sorry to everybody out there that I was so mean to him. Just wait till Sunday, everybody. If I tease Monday, but I have another (laughs) big thing to say about Russell Wilson again it's because I changed my mind no I mean you can't you can't deny it I mean you look at the freaking numbers yep do you know how pissed off I was you probably saw tweets how mad I was what during the Kansas City game and I'm sitting there watching it and I'm going and Collinsworth it's just the Sunday night game and Collinsworth every time Mahomes did something amazing Chris Collinsworth's like there's no other quarterback that can make that play and everybody in the not even just Seahawks fans everyone watching is going um have you not watched Russell Wilson for eight years, you dumb shit? <laughs> yeah, but when they say things like that, you got to remember they're they're doing like take no. your. I mean they're they're watching the game and you're in the moment. You're just talking and you know sometimes shit comes out that you can't Russell, bring back in. But you know what? Just but he said it more okay. than he said and, it more and, than once. But what makes me laugh though is it just irks all you Seahawks fans. It does. Just so much. But it wasn't just us, though. There was other people that were like... Nah, not as much. There were plenty. Plenty. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, but when he's bragging about a play that Russell did three times just three nights before, <laughs> come on. It's ridiculous. There's other, it's just this whole thing. Like, and actually, you know what? You can shut your mouth because <laughs> there was one person that actually came out and, and is 100% correct because Dak can make you some unique throws. Yep. Okay. So he's like, there is no other player on the, there was one touchdown pass that Mahomes threw, and it wasn't even one of his fancy no look throws. It wasn't a left handed throw. It was, there was nothing about it. It was just that he was outside the pocket. He was scrambling. He was moving, and he found the guy and was able to make the throw. And yeah, it was a great play. But for him to sit there and then go, there's no other quarterback in the league that can make that play. I'm the guy actually was like um, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott. Like he just started naming off other quarterbacks. Even Aaron Rodgers, old Aaron Rodgers with a stupid mustache, he can make that play. And so it, that whole thing just bugs me. It's yes, ignoring Russell out of the whole thing. But come on, no, I get it. Stupid. And I don't like Collinsworth anyway, so that kind of didn't help. <laughs> All right, let's get into Week Six. Um, you guys are going to New Jersey to play the Jets. We're gonna go play the Jets. Um, this is a we both have games where we're playing. I mean, the Jets are worse than the Browns, but these are these are what you what you would call a trap game because if you go into it playing down to your competition, that's where you get caught looking stupid. So, you guys are gonna go play the Jets. Um, you can't play down a competition, right? What do you got to do to win? Not play down a competition. That's a good way to go. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a definitely a good game to you know get a little bit of that, just a little bit of that confidence back. I don't think this team lacks confidence at all. Um, I really think that they just struggled staying mentally sharp, not making those little mistakes, you know, those little penalties. Um. You know, obviously, as much as like we talked about it, um, you know, recapping the the Packers game, the the balls that that hit off the receivers' hands. I mean, you know, just those little things. You know, securing the catch. Uh, you know, high and tight, obviously, from the fumbles against New Orleans. You know, just cleaning up all those little things, the, the little penalties, and um, you know, this could be definitely one of those games that kind of gets you back into that right mindset and obviously um if you were to lose uh i'd have to say honestly if dallas were to lose to the jets i mean yeah you'd be three and three it's not the end of the world but losing to i mean yeah then i would probably have a little bit of worry be like all right uh some shit needs to get straight and it needs to get straight really fast um it's you still got time, but still you're three and three, and you just lost to the Jets. But uh, anyways, let's not let, let's not go that far. Yeah, let's not let's not let's not go there. Um, you know, Donald Donald will be back playing for the Jets. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell, you still have him. He's still a threat. But um, just the the defense, I'm, I'm really we didn't get to see a whole bunch of it. Uh, you know, against the Packers, but let's let's. Uh, Let's see some more sacks. Let's see a lot more pressure. Let's a lot more pressure right up the middle because Darnold's not, I mean, at least from what I've seen from him, he doesn't seem like that guy that makes a lot of plays running around outside the pocket. They probably won't have him doing any of that anyway. Like, that's, that's, that's true too. Um, so just, you know, get that, that push right up the middle and just make him uncomfortable all night long. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell, you got to watch out for. Um, but I mean, Go up and and take care of business. Yeah, it's the it's an AFC opponent. It's not going to matter as much as you know if it was an NFC opponent. But 
Still. That's it. That's all I got. The, the Jets are just bad. Oh, they're really bad. They're, they're very bad. Uh, as far as their offense goes, they are the bottom of the league. Uh, defense, you know, they're not too bad. They've got, you know, they've got some good players and um, have been doing a good job as far as keeping the yards down. Um, but yeah, they're 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 struggling. They're not good. No. That's what it comes down to. They're not good. But yeah, uh, for for Dallas, don't play down in the competition. You know what? And you know, it, I say it all the time, and it just seems to be the way. But it doesn't matter who it is or what their record is. If they're playing the Cowboys, they they want they everybody wants to beat the Cowboys. So, oh yeah, that's one of those teams you definitely want to beat. Um, and I'm in the same boat when it comes to the Seahawks game. They're they're heading to Cleveland to play the Browns. Um, it's one of those things where it was so funny because Pete Carroll, again, one of his, uh, not on purpose, but he actually made fun of himself. He told all his players to watch the Monday night game to pay attention to what Cleveland did. Ah. Uh, and then he said, I think it was today in his press conference, yeah, that's not my best teaching assignment because <laughs> they saw Cleveland at their worst. I mean, Baker was, like I said, he got me minus two points in fantasy. He had an awful game. But you can't watch what happened on Monday night and assume that's what you're getting yeah. when you head to Cleveland. They're coming off of that game. Um, I, I, It's the same thing. Don't play down to the level of the competition. Play to win. Go in there with the attitude that they're going to give you all they have. It's not the same as like Cowboys, but I guarantee you, you want to talk about bragging rights, beating a Seahawks team that is four and one. Yeah. That's bragging rights. Big so, time. um, so they, and they got to do the same. It's, it's, it's funny. It's the same type of thing. They've got to something that we haven't seen a lot of in the last couple of games, but they have got to get pressure on Baker. They have got to force him into mistakes. Um, that that could be the whole the whole game right there. If you can get even just one interception from him or one turnover, or get a fumble, something. That could be the that could be the game right there. Get the confidence, get the momentum, get everything swinging your way. So they've got to put some pressure on him. On the offensive side of the ball, I'm a little the Fluker's not going to play. He's still dealing with uh, with a hamstring issue, but uh, that'll be all right. They've got. Um, um god his name is like escaped me all of a sudden the dude that was played for him on that after he got hurt on thursday night did amazing and never played that position before (laughs) so i'll take that um so again i guarantee you'll see more of a signature schottenheimer run first i guarantee you that's what you'll see because they'll just want to kind of dominate the clock and just own the game but um, again, defensively, just make Baker look stupid. And it's okay because I dropped him from fantasy. So he can't hurt me anymore. I got Jimmy Graps. And, what, time? And Let's see, what time is that game? 10. That's morning, 10 a.m. Yep. So you're going to have to watch look it. Look at that. So you're going to have to watch it. Yep. All of it. You'll have to watch the Cowboys-Jets game. If that, will that be the game? That, is it a game of the week? Uh, I, I would assume know. it is. <clears throat> usually cowboys is cbs Ooh, that might not be on it's always so funny i laugh at how they do games on tv especially direct tv you would think so thursday night 
Seahawks played. So that means Sunday, I have the entire four time slots open. Okay? So they do a 10 a.m. game on both CBS and Fox. And then, of course, game of the week yep. is Cowboys. But CBS, there's other games, but on DirecTV, they don't have a game. And it's like, eh, man, let's not do that. And you're like, what the hell? What if I don't want to watch? I mean, I watch the Cowboys for this show, but I still, what if I didn't want to watch the Cowboys? Or what if they were on commercial? And so what they're trying to do, of course, is get me to get Sunday ticket, which I'm not paying for. And so I just think that's ridiculous. But anyway, we'll, it'll be interesting to see what my one o'clock slot looks like with the Seahawks. I get when the, with local gotcha. teams playing all that, but yeah. All right. So we got, we're just rock and rolling here. Um, <clears throat> mailbag. We have Mrs. Uh, Dennis from Ohio and we have Dennis from Ohio. That's what we got today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's jump into the tweeter box again. If you want to be part of the show every week, we'll be posting for our mailbag. Just reply to the post um, at common ground FBP and uh, give us your question and we'll address it. So Mrs. Dennis from Ohio. <laughs> I don't know if she wants me to call her that or not, but uh, why do you think the national media largely ignores that Russell, what, what Russell Wilson is doing this year compared to Mahomes? Because Mahomes is the, the new, he's the fresh, he's whatever, he's what gets the people going. Yes. That's, I mean, that's all that is. And it was the same thing in 16 when Dak and Zeke both hit the scene. That's literally everybody was talking about. Now, obviously, everyone's talking about Dak now because of the contract, and he's the Cowboy Dallas Cowboys quarterback. But uh, with Mahomes, you know, obviously the year he had last year, and then the start to this season, he's just he's the he's the it guy. Russell Wilson's old news. <laughs> he fourth, you know, fourth round pick, twenty twelve. Yeah, we've heard oh, yeah, all that. That's all that old. Guy. Yeah, he doesn't. Who cares? Yeah, that's that's just. Just the way it goes. Asshole. Um, no, you're 100% correct. It's because Mahomes is the new it thing. And um, do I hate it? Yeah. But the thing is, you look at their actual stats, and I saw it today because it came up. Because really and honestly, right now it's the debate this week is, is it Mahomes, is it Wilson, or is it McCaffrey? Yeah. Because McCaffrey's having a hell of a season. Yeah. Um, but Russell and, and Mahomes, if you look at their stats, they're neck and neck. They're, they're even, there's not much difference there except for, um, Mahomes has way more yards, but that's because he throws the ball a lot more than Russell does. So, um, I think there's two touchdowns difference between the two of them. So, well, I know Dak's up there too. He just has all now all the interceptions are against him. Yeah, that I mean that really. Well, and that's the thing. Both Mahomes and Russell, no interceptions, Zero. which is through five games ridiculous. It's just so they're both having crazy seasons. I think when and Amanda, she shares my like, okay, why why are we? No one can do that but Mahomes. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. So, uh, it's 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 the new thing. Russell, he's is, the darling. Yes. Now, uh, we get to the playoffs, and or let's say Mahomes is out and Russell's in, or something happens, whatever, it'll all be about Russell Wilson. Look what he's done. All right, Dennis from Ohio, of course, chimes in this week with what do you got? Four and O. Oh. Four and O. Oh. <laughs> Woo! Dennis from Ohio. We can just cut yeah, it now. I'm super excited because 
as you can tell, my 49ers are 4-0, which equals their win total from last year, which, hey, let me have this one. But you can have my it. question Good for job. both of you is, with regards to Baker Mayfield, oh granted he's only played 18 games, but do you think that he is trying to live up to everybody is doubting me, look at all these things I can do, and overdoing it, trying too hard to make results happen, or do you think it's just going to be the inconsistent play throughout his career? I know he's still young, so we will see. Also for Brian, what do you think the Seahawks are going to have to do to come into Cleveland? Granted, Cleveland's going to be pissed off. So what do you think is going to be the key for the uh, Seahawks to come into Cleveland and, and come out with a victory? Score more points. That's all I got. <laughs> Stay buddy, we smooth. One more thing. I think for I think for Baker he's he's definitely just I mean it, being the number one pick and going to Cleveland who does not have LeBron um, and you know Baker comes with the the swag and the charisma and the you know the shit talking and you know and he had a, obviously had a good good college career um, coming to a team that felt like they had the defense and had all the pieces obviously going into this year they made the big moves uh you know for for Beckham and and all that and I think he's I think he is just trying to do way too much um and like you know and like like Dennis said he's he obviously 18 games but he's still really let's see what when did he start last year because it wasn't was it like week four or week five or so if he's eight so they've played five games so it'd be what week yeah not my math sucks well anyways definitely still young in his career and also i mean last year he had hugh jackson this year he doesn't so you already had a head coach change um, which is awful and, and for I th- a young and guy. I think, and I think it just take a little bit of time. I I do think he'll be a solid quarterback. Um, I just hope that Cleveland doesn't absolutely – well, I could care less. He's not my quarterback. But what I'm saying is <laughs> I, I hate it when teams draft a quarterback high and then they do nothing to protect him. They give him no offensive line, nothing like that, and they're just getting their ass handed to him you know, I. Every, e. every week. Andrew Luck? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think the jury's still out. Uh, I would definitely give it towards the end of this year and kind of see um, how it goes. And like I said, you know, one of my predictions was that his QBR was going to be higher than um, than uh, Wilson's, but <laughs> right now that does not look that good. So we'll see what happens. A lot's got to happen. But for I never would have thought. I, but I never would have thought that my quarterback would have been all the way up there. True. So true. Um, I'll take that. Absolutely. I think you're right. I mean, I don't have much to add. It's it's. Would it be different if he didn't? Ju- if he just, if the smack talking and was wasn't wasn't part of it? Because I think it would be. I think the I think a huge part of it is that the way that he is with the media and everything else. And I was noticing like he was out there talking to uh, before the game. He's out there talking to, to Jimmy Graps, and he's 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 got a dad bod man he's not like he's and to me if i see like the quarterback not necessarily given like a crap about their body or anything else like maybe and i could be 100 percent wrong but maybe he doesn't take the game 
as seriously as he should. And just, just like he just, I don't know. I, I feel like if, if, if his attitude was different, if he just had a, a, I need to prove myself. So I'm just going to shut up and do the work attitude. I think he'd be viewed differently than he is right now because he's come into the league talking shit. Yeah, that's true. But I don't, I don't think he's an all shucks guy. So I don't think that. Well, no, he's not. And you're never going to get that from him. And it's funny because half of me actually likes that from him when he sits there and, and talks some of the smack he talks, because honestly, he hasn't said anything that isn't necessarily true. He's, you know, they, when they ask him questions about like Rex Ryan, like, well, he's not wearing any colors right now. Cause he's not a coach. Yeah. I mean, I guess everyone's thinking that, and he's just going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and Dennis, if you listened to earlier in the show, I already said what the Seahawks need to do. And that's, you know, pressure Baker Mayfield. <laughs> and then, you know what? Score more points. Hell yeah. And then you win because that's how it works. All right. Winning. Let's pick some wieners. Let's roll through it. Oh, excuse me. No yawning. Sorry. My bad. It's early. Are you an old man now? I am a ten o'clock. Man. Ten o'clock is late for you. Yep. Jeez. During the work week. Well, that's because you got to get up so early now. Yeah. Poor thing. So sad. Refreshing. Refreshing. Is that a word? <laughs> Refreshing player data. All right, we're gonna jump into pigskin picking, which I think Dennis from Ohio is actually leading right now. Yeah. Oh yes. How about that? You're only uh, what four behind him. I'm at the very bottom, so I'm not having a good day. That's okay. <laughs> I'm not having a good day. All right, you ready? Yep. Shit. Here we go. Thursday night kicks off, if you're listening today, uh, <laughs> Giants at Patriots, and the Giants are without Saquon. Yeah. So, uh, who you got? <laughs> Please say Giants. <laughs> I'm taking New York. No, you're not. I am. Are you serious? It's locked in. No. Let me see. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, somebody's taking crazy pills. <laughs> Told you it's late. <laughs> uh, I'm. A, wow. What an upset that would be. Oh, I, I do. Th- I mean, you know what? What the hell? No, I mean, if you're going to. Okay. <laughs> That's just. All right. Um, I'm going to go with the Patriots. You but, do that. But hey, you know what? If I'm wrong there, I will. I'm going to bring you a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Yeah, well, if you're wrong, then that means I'm right. Exactly. So, so I'm going to bring you a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. As <laughs> congratulations. Uh, Carolina at Tampa Bay. Carolina. I'm going to go. I'm going to take Carolina in that as well. Uh, Bengals are at Ravens. I'm taking Baltimore. Shocking. I'm also going with Baltimore. Uh, Seahawks at Cleveland's Browns. What do you got? Seattle. Oh, thanks for that. I appreciate it. I'll pick mine in a second. Uh, Texans at Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs finally lose a game. I'm going to go with Houston. I also am taking Houston. Isn't that weird? Um, <laughs> in the shit game of the week, <laughs> one of these teams has to win. Redskins at 0-5 are going to Miami to play the 0-4 Dolphins. I'm going to play the f- freshly Gruden-less Redskins. Uh, I'm taking Miami because I think they're going to screw up in their quest for the number one draft pick, and they're going <laughs> to win um eagles at vikings philly uh, i'm taking minnesota uh saints at jaguars i'm gonna take jacksonville i also am taking gardner Minshew and the jacksonville jaguars um 
Atlanta at the one three and one Arizona Cardinals. I'm going with the one three and one. Me too. Uh, the four no Niners heading to L.A. for the Rams. Sorry, Dennis, taking L.A. <sighs> yeah, I. Uh, yeah, only because I want the Niners to lose. I'm going to take the Lar. Um, Cowboys are going to the Jets. Um, I am taking Dallas. Uh, Tennessee Titans heading to Denver to play the Broncos. Tennessee? Yeah, Broncos also suck. I'm going to take Titans if my phone will let me. Uh, Steelers at Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers. I, too, am taking the Chargers. It's actually a really crappy slate of games this week. Uh, Lions at Packers. I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. Well, that's weird. I'm going with the Green Bay Packers. There you go. Um, All right, as always... Really quickly asking for your, not your vote. <laughs> your review. You're asking your, for your, your review. comments yeah. and reviews and, and likes and shares. They're all greatly appreciated. Uh, yes. Jump on the iTunes, the Apple podcast, whatever you're calling it nowadays, and just give us a quick five stars if you like us and, and a quick uh, little review. We'd really appreciate it. Help us grow. So um, without further ado, let's pick our own games. Winning. You first, buddy. I am going to take uh, the Dallas Cowboys to beat the New York Jets, and I'm going to go with um, let's let's go with uh, twenty-one-seven. Ooh, that's what I'll go with. Three touchdowns. Nice. I can see that twenty-one-seven, and one of those scores will be a defensive score. Oh. I like it even better. I haven't seen that in a while. I want to see that. Yeah, those are my favorite. So let's do that. That um, sounds nice. <laughs> sounds real nice. Um, Winning. Seahawks, Browns. I'm taking the Seahawks. Let's go. I've been really close the last two weeks. Let's go 38 to 17. They're going to destroy him. Wow. 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 All right. All my picks are in. All right. Well, without further ado, thanks for listening. Good luck, buddy. You as well, buddy. (laughs) Thanks. Wow. (laughs) Wow. All right. Until next time, go Ox. Go Cowboys.